Before we get into the minute, I just have to call out something that I completely breezed over because I was so shook to my core that I had misunderstood the Maxim thing. For 12 years. I let go the fact that you said you were very familiar with Maxim. What's that about? Yeah, just seeing a pretty girl at newsstands. Like, oh, what magazine is that? Oh, man. But you definitely knew they didn't do a photo shoot with people like Stark. Yeah, because their covers always featured a woman. I've literally never bought a Maxim. No, it's just there in your face when you go to 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven used to have more magazine stands. I remember. It used to be a white hen by the house that I grew up in, and then it was bought by 7-Eleven. Let's get into this minute, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Go dance. That was a minute. That was a fast minute. Oh, yeah. packed minute. All right, so now we're into Iron Man Minute 4. You want me to go into... Oh, I'm Richard. I'm Brian. <laughs> and this is I Love You 3000 Minutes, the podcast that time travels endgame style through Iron Man 1 all the way to Spider-Man Far From Home, the entire Infinity Saga, one glorious minute at a time. We're in minute four. Richard, would you like to tell the fine folks listening or watching at home on YouTube or podcast yeah the onslaught the onslaught continues he doesn't know what to do he tries to exit the vehicle his own missile lands by him and you figure out oh stark industries this guy's the main character of the movie and for whatever reason even if you hadn't seen it before for whatever reason stark industries is going to stand out you're like what stark industries and the only info we know about this guy is he sleeps with people he drinks and his name is stark and he's, he's rich he's rich and he was protected by the military and without peace he or if, if for peace he would have no business and yeah so so kind of sets up all these little pieces that come together in one glorious missile missile shaped oh man i was so close to having that just killer and i just I start over just do a missile one missile shaped puzzle Sure. All these little pieces come together in one missile-shaped puzzle. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. I forgot how I was going to do that before I tripped all over. You are like, I had a better idea. I, no, I had a good idea. I did. And I forgot it. <laughs> Still, I, I'm glad that I got more embarrassed in minute three. Now nothing will top that. I can do whatever the F I want. Nothing, nothing will be as embarrassing as a 12-year misconception of a line. So it blows up, right? Goes so, to white. Uh, he's wounded. He looks like he could be mortally wounded. He checks his chest. There's shrapnel in his body. Mm. And it pans out. The light starts to get really white. Could he be dead? No. They pull the bag off his head. They're speaking in Urdu. I didn't know that was the language the subtitle yeah. that is said. So yeah, we start by finishing out those bullet holes from the shrapnel or whatnot. He's getting all confused. It's really good at showing the disorientation of the whole event. The soldiers are falling like flies. We see outside two soldiers fall at the same time. One a gunman at the top of the jeep and someone else holding a rifle over the hood of the jeep. And he just gets out. He's disoriented. An explosion happens pretty close near him. Good use of pyrotechnics. I think they use the fires in a clever way, kind of like indie filmmaking, because it kind of was a big budget indie film, and we get a lot of just flame effects. Looks like practical effects, yeah. Yeah, right in front, like between 
the character and the camera, mm-hmm. which helps sell the fact that there's all this extra crap going on. And he jumps behind a rock, gets uh, knocks some himself, cover. Almost knocks himself out by oh, jumping yeah. into the rock. He, Yeah, he he hits the back of his head pretty significantly. Well, also his face diving into it. Also Did you his... see that? Oh, I thought his foot was on fire. No. Because there is right. that part, if you freeze at the right part, that <laughs> looks like his foot is on fire. But if you rewind a little bit, when he's diving, his face hits the rock first when he's diving. Really? I can't tell. I thought he just rolled into it. I know his shoulder definitely hits. Mm. Maybe The back of his head definitely does. Mm -hmm. He looks a little bloodshot there. But he's freaking out. He's certainly looking like a guy not used to explosions around him. Yeah, (laughs) and and it's shocking seeing, like, the phones he... It's shocking seeing, like, the phones he uses in uh, Captain America Civil War and whatnot because we get this really, really low-grade, by his current standards, flip-out phone. It looks a sidekick. It, it is? <laughs> I, I, it kind of looks like a sidekick, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But the sidekick opened like that made a T-shape. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, not a T-shape. No, never mind. No, I know I had a, I had a like, knockoff sidekick. It looked like a Blackberry and sidekick mated. And that was my first kind of flippy <laughs> phone. But this flips out from just a portrait shape to a T-shape. And he starts texting away. He's got a status update that he's got to tweet. He's, <laughs> it's important. Hashtag in the line of fire. <laughs> uh, but then he, he gets a little notification on his phone in the form of a missile right next to him. Mm-hmm. And we get a... Glorious zoom, just really just taking that camera lens and whoosh, mm-hmm. zooming as fast as possible. Stark Industries, we get it just enough to see at least Stark. Hey, that's that guy's name. And he says, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's glorious. Look at all those sparks. Just going past the stunt man. Mm-hmm. Literally getting his ass kicked by his own work. Yeah, I don't even think in Endgame, uh, Robert Downey Jr. would be subjected to throwing himself back into dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he doesn't even wear the fake suit on set anymore. Except for, I think, one shot. But yeah, then he... uh, I mean, there's some ringing in his ears as we see a little red get on his shirt. The camera starts pulling back as he pops off. Each button more expensive than my monthly car bill, as I said before. But he pops so many expensive buttons, and we see he's got a fancy, fancy undershirt. He he doesn't wear any wife beaters. His no white tees like Dom Doretto, Doretto, Toretto. Ah, uh, I should be banned from seeing any fast movies after saying Doretto. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it fades to white. It kind of looks a little bit like an arc reactor. But that's me looking a little too much into it. Maybe it was intentional. And boom, he is a prisoner of war. I saw that as, is that the light at the tunnel? Is this heaven? Nope! <laughs> nope, it's a cave. <laughs> um, so... Is it a spider cave? I think he says that later in the movie. These four minutes... Uh, this is the fourth minute we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is actually pretty quality filmmaking, unlike the rest of the Marvel franchise. But 
You gave me a look, so I don't know if you're lying and just throwing that at me to trigger me. Are you seriously I, no? I mean, half, yeah. I think only the first couple movies or first few movies were filmed on film. Most is digital. So there is a good critique to that. There's uh, the first video essay I think Patrick H. Willems ever did was, Why do the Marvel movies look so ugly and they talk about film versus digital and just bad color correction later on so there is some merit to what you just said but what like seriously what, what are your actual feelings about that was that just uh about the four minutes trigger, the four trigger boy or no the oh. filmmaking was that just a this is boy? actual quality filmmaking it's not freaking boring i mean for an intro film it's pretty good and yeah i mean your comment on the rest of the yeah, I think the rest of the franchise is like a 5 out of 10. Not th- No, that's a very broad generalization. Some of the movies are better than others, the obviously. filmmaking techniques? Kind of? Yeah. Well, okay. Also, my overall interest. Also, you know what's going to happen next most of the time. Like... My heart broke for audio listeners. We'll get to those minutes. Man, there's a lot of pain ahead for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got the right guy. You're on my left. <laughs> <laughs> to them, I'll be on the right. <laughs> Dad putts! <laughs> to them, I'll be on the right. From their perspective, you're their right guy. <laughs> Shall we move on? Shall we? This is the end of Minute 4. I'm Richard. I'm Brian. You've got an army. We've got a Hulk. Podcast. We've got a podcast. Fuck! I literally thought about that. I literally thought about that. You're like, I'm not gonna say it this time. We've I got literally thought you fucked up last time. You effed up last time. My bad. Um, I'm trying not to swear. By the way, you said ass. Don't say that. Oh really? Oh my bad. I also said the s word. Superman. Super. <laughs> I literally thought about that as you were saying it. I was like, I messed up last time. I won't do that this time. <laughs> Let's go to minute five. You go. You going f- would be the perfect way to end that because you go fuck. You going. F-